right, so right. here's an idea, right? Okay. We start a sex toy line. We call it Vitamin Dick. Dick. That's all I have. Ah. Uh, <laughs> well, that's certainly a way to start the episode. You can um, make it work from there. All right. So uh, just so you're aware, this is bound by this scene. Yeah. Or BDSM podcast to kind of help and inform people on just how to kind of navigate the waters of what's just going do on. Like a, if you want to donate to uh, to our new project... Just dip. you have to play the ARG and find the Patreon. That's <laughs> even if we have. I don't. I don't have a Patreon. That's the, we, that's, we don't. the jo- that's the joke. Oh, that's right. You know what an ARG is? No, I don't. Uh, it's. I believe it stands for altered reality game. So it's like, um, like when you have to crawl through code to find like a website that brings you to another puzzle kind of deal. Oh, like almost like that cicada thing. Yes, yeah, so, uh, cicada was one of those. Um, there's parts of it in some games, like uh, Heartbound has it. Okay. Um, what other? Uh, no players online was another one that has it. I mean, that would make some. Oh, sense. I guess we need to officially start the episode. I mean, when we started, but it's not really started until I. God, <laughs> damn it! Uh thank you all for joining in with us. This is our. Take your vitamins, everybody. This is our sixth episode. This episode was already re- recorded at one point, but audio interfaces tend to give us some hassle yeah it it just went kaput i've i've set the uh the device to where i can see it that's uh probably for the best yeah so when you when you don't watch your subs they act up no that's for sure so i'd, I'd like to give you a uh, everybody that's listening uh, a big thank you we've hit 710 consecutive views <laughs> on pornhub um I don't even know where to begin with that. Uh-huh. Um, I have, and this is only a matter of like three weeks that we've had our Pornhub account. Mm-hmm. Um, so fun fact, I will probably be kind of focusing on exactly where everything gets posted. So everything will get posted first on Pornhub now. Yeah. And then kind of just like Moved saved around. to YouTube because apparently, we, apparently our audience is very specific on we're on Pornhub. Mm-hmm. We, we, and as a matter of fact, our last video, Isolation and Kink, uh in less than a few days has garnered 138 views wow is there any way to tell if they're like watching it all the way through yes actually you have to you have to log into the account and then it gives you like down it gives you the stats of the videos uh-huh. if, you, if you go into some of the options i have to re-figure exactly how but most of the time they don't click off until about 30 40 minutes in which is most like how long our episodes are anyway mm. which is kind of crazy right it's kind of fucking weird i <laughs> that's different mm-hmm. very different wasn't yeah. wasn't expecting that there would be any any modicum of success on point of, but mm-hmm. i was proven wrong thank you guys for watching uh listening actually as a matter of fact because all you're watching is a still background of something i photographed randomly mm-hmm. until we get our new watermarks and all that do we want to do we want to do uh at 10k views we'll start putting cameras to it you know what if if we get 10k views, mm-hmm. yeah, no, we'll throw we'll throw on some videography and all that stuff, and hopefully by then my my computer will be a little bit better and can handle it. I'm sure it will. We will we will go. So as of right now, how have you been? It's been a while. Well, I've been really productive, and whenever I'm not being productive, I'm upset. <laughs> that is a mood. That's that's pretty much. Uh, I've been working on. Uh, I have an RPG project that. Um, I, I will not promote <laughs> the kinky side of my life uh, because of tactics. But um, yeah, I've been working on an RPG, and um, it's 
it's picking up traction, so that's, I'm happy about that. That's good to hear. I've been doing that, and I've been doing a fuck ton of reading. Uh, I've, I've been doing a whole bunch of random, like, cooking. The mead finished. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's been fine and dandy. And How is it? It's actually pretty good. Nice. I'm surprised. I'm surprised it came out as good as it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. That's pretty much about it. We, The household just got off of a the two-week quarantine we were supposed to be doing. Uh, not because any of us got anything, but more along the lines of there was some that we just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Because uh, we had other additions come into the household. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, that's pretty much about it. Uh, I've been obviously focusing on trying to like meticulously like adjust Pornhub's and figure out exactly how we're we're going to be doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, that's pretty much about it. And. At a million views, we will make VTubers. <laughs> at a million views, <laughs> at a million views, we'll be Pornhub VTubers. Uh, you heard it here first. Uh, God, that's 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 a that's a that's a check. My ass is not ready to cash. Mm. Um, Don't worry, I'm very willing to lie to these people. That's that's <laughs> that's fair. Uh, so. I've been browsing FetLife a little bit more recently because uh, obviously I've had a lot more time. Right. I've had a lot more time to kind of neander and peruse the local communities as well as the outside communities that I've been a part of. Uh-huh. And a lot of the things that I've been wa- noticing is that there's this um, there's this issue that comes up. Is like there are some places that are still open during this entire pandemic. And mm-hmm. obviously if you're in the U.S., no. Uh, All the liquor stores are open. All of them are open. Um, you have pawn shops that are open. Schools are supposed to be going back up in the fall, uh-huh. um, and it's 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 getting it's getting to be messy. Right. Um, you have a bunch of people that are complaining that they're not able to play, they're not able to do this, and able to, and it's just it's getting to a point where that you you started seeing some cognitive dissonance from mm. either sides. Like one side's like. Let me have my kink. You're 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 hurting my rights and all that shit. Mm. Where the other side's like, you guys are plague rats. Like, mm. why are you doing this? Why why do you think it's a good idea to put yourself at risk? Yeah, and it there's a really weird argument, and this came across my feet. Well, you figure the kink community would be risk conscious. You would think. But the thing is, is like it. It got to a point where it's like, well, if I don't, if someone doesn't ask me, they, they they equated it to this. Just like if someone doesn't ask me about my STI panel, mm-hmm. if they don't ask me about my COVID panel, that just means they don't give a shit. So they should right, know what yeah. they're getting themselves into. That level of just like butt fuckery is astonishing to me. So I wonder if we have a little bit of an altered perspective because both of us are tops most of the time. And both of us are, um, we like to do exhibition stuff and we like to be in the public eye. So we have those instincts already. Like, uh, you know, like, let's say we're going to tie with somebody, right? Right. We say, okay, first thing, um, like we meet up to negotiate in a public place. I want to see your ID before I do anything else because I want to be absolutely sure I'm not tying with a minor that looks older and, you know, just be completely open about that and then make sure they have a second and you have a second. Right. That that sounds that sounds about right. I mean, while yes, me and you do play a little bit more in the public sphere of things as far as like 
public events, not in public, um, which we'll be touching on in uh, later on in this. Yeah, tell uh, these horny people what we're talking about today. So what we're discussing today is playing in public, like actually out in IRL world, mm -hmm. not in like, uh, say, a local dungeon or anything of the sort, but fake world, the the the, <laughs> the the RPG world that we like to go into and roll our dice and everything. Um, a lot I can of, talk about that, too. We can talk about that. Uh, the thing with this is that there, there's, there's been a lot more of people that are being a lot more brazen with their play. Like, mm -hmm. um, uh, I think we mentioned this uh, like uh, in, in passing about joking and going to a Denny's with your collar on, a ball gag up, and a butt plug in your ass, <laughs> and, and just freaking out the vanillas or like corrupting the vanillas, as some of them call it. Uh-huh. Well, there's been a couple of like TikTok videos that I've been seeing where someone is actively like in a puppy headspace playing in a public park and there's clearly other people around. Mm -hmm. And while, yes, they're not like naked or having sex or anything, that's still a sexual act. Right. Uh, so I I don't know where to begin with that one. Mm -hmm. I, I don't even know. I What's your opinion on the subject? Uh, I'm, it's a hard one to negotiate because like, I kind of want to say as long as you're in a place that doesn't have a lot of children and you're not bothering other people, um, it should be fine, but there's a lot of nuance to what qualifies as bothering other people, right? Yeah. There, um, there's. like that, like that Denny's example, like, you know, if I'm at Denny's at a 2 a.m., it's not because I wanted to be there. It's because I ended up there for some reason. So I'm usually taking care of somebody drunk, and now I've got to deal with somebody wearing a ball gag one seat over, talking about how much they want to fuck when my priorities are getting water in this man and trying to finish my pancakes without having a breakdown. Like, you see the... Um, there is a... Like, spaces we go into have... Um, like schemas and social scripts attached to them and ignoring those has consequences yeah um so fun fun little fact uh at least as far as like most of the u.s is concerned public indecency is a very gray area you the, can, uh the aqua teen hunger force movie taught me that indecent exposure is a class three felony fun fact <laughs> i did not know that <laughs> that's jesus uh, Mm, that's a, that's a hefty fucking felony right there. Mm. Um, class three is like the lightest felony, I think. It's it's so it goes it, class C, class C misdemeanor, class B misdemeanor, class A misdemeanor. Then it goes into the light felony. Mm -hmm. uh, so fun fact: uh, a light felony, a light <laughs> felony, felony light uh, mm. with a little bit of um, right. oju at the back end of that. <laughs> oh, anywho, so it. It, it falls into this weird gray area where public indecency automatically gets put you in a sex offender registry. Oh. If you're within a specific degree where children are likely right. to play. So public parks are one of those areas. Right, yeah. If there is a playground at a at an area, you are likely to get charged with this, uh, or listed as a sex offender. Mm -hmm. So this is my big thing. Like, I do... I like doing rope bombs where you yeah. go to a public place, you contact the local authorities, you mm -hmm. get like a press badge uh, and it allows you to do certain things for the sake of art. 
Right. Um, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Wait, as long as you contact your local authorities and be like, hey, look, I have a quick question. Is there such and such this or this? Uh, granted, as of right now, most people don't trust police. Um, and for obvious reasons that we won't go into. Uh, but usually whenever you get like a photographer badge to do a specific type of photo shoot mm-hmm. in a public place, you go through those channels so you don't get slapped with a sex offender list. Granted, if you're tying somebody in a fucking jungle gym outside of an elementary school, that's on you. Yeah. You're you're going to get slapped with something and that's your fucking fault, mm-hmm. as it should be. Where it turns into the gray areas, again, photography. Mm-hmm. You can get away with that. But someone willingly going into like a puppy space, mm-hmm. into a public park, right. playing fetch, drinking out of a bowl mm-hmm. on all fours, that... That is a very easy yeah, way. And I want to make it clear that we're not shaming puppy play here. As a matter of fact, we both like it. We mm-hmm. both like anim- like pet play. That, yeah. That's kind of our shit. We've kind of made that like very well known. In a every little bit sp- apparent, yeah. yeah. So like there's no... But I'm, I'm thinking about the people that are just tuning into this episode. That's fair because uh, welcome if you're new. But and again, like I said, we, we don't shame puppy play. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, like, if you're going to sit there and, and... The goal isn't to make you feel bad. The goal is to make you not be put on a sex offender list and have to spend a night in the drunk tank before you get arraigned. Like... <laughs> and right now, there's no arraignments because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. And another thing that I kind of want to touch on is, like, with with that whole concept, like, that's all over TikTok. Like, mm-hmm. the last time I saw something... It had like 1.3 million views. Oh boy! So it's widely dispersed, mm-hmm. like distributed. Excuse me, not wide. <laughs> Any. <laughs> so you have a lot of these, a lot of these aspects of like, just I I don't know if it's a generational thing, but I've seen some other other people do it too, mm. where it's like, oh well, it I because I'm fully clothed. I can get away with it. Right, right. Where if you actually take a take a second to look at your local laws, like one specific law here that um is it's very is very relevant to a lot of the play that we do as far as like even riggers. Uh-huh. Asphyxiation. Yeah. Uh fun fact. It's assault. It's it's assault. Mm-hmm. You cannot consent to bodily harm. Right. And assault is I think it's it's a felony, right? Um it it has ranges. All right. Uh, I don't think it's assault and battery, but if they do find out you were using any implements during mm-hmm. that scene... It's aggravated assault. It's aggravated assault. Yeah. And you start adding these things, and it just it, it gets to a big, big mess. So this is why we, we tend to kind of like... I wouldn't say like tiptoe over mm-hmm. all of these things where we're saying things in public like if i say something to you mm-hmm. in a public space like oh i just did a rope scene and i put rope around her neck mm-hmm. and you don't like and you're not aware of it that could be classified as a hate crime mm-hmm. around certain people right so you don't really know what you sh- you can't get yeah so i think we're hitting the core of uh the problem we're trying to deal with which is if you're an exhibitionist and you want to exist in public space, or even if you're not, you just want to be in the public sphere while expressing your kink identity, um, where are those lines? How do you not get arrested? Um, 
is it worth it? I, I feel like a majority of us are going to say yes, but I'm, how we say yes to that is um, nuanced. It is very nuanced. Like, personally, like, I, I don't like throwing my... I'm pretty much publicly thinking. Like, mm. that, that's... Most of the employers that I've had in the past knew I was into an alternative lifestyle right. because of my photography. Well, that being said... That's as much of the public attention as I want to get. I'm not going to sit there and have somebody wearing a tail butt plug and going out in public. And then there is a chance that someone will call the cops on me. And right. then I get, I get a fine and that's thousands of dollars out of my pocket that I do not have. Mm. <clears throat> so relegating myself to public dungeons is probably the best course of action for me. That's, mm -hmm. a, much, that's a much public... As much as much of I want to be in public as I possibly can. Okay. Um, for me personally, now if you you want that exhilaration where you're going to sit there and like, yeah, like what if it's the point? Like what if you're um, uh, what if you're a, a fendom simp and you want to be publicly humiliated by your um, I don't know what they're called. Uh, your uh, your mistress. Yeah, that that's a word we can use. I think there's a more specific one, but yeah, uh, what if that's the point? I that mm, that's touching a red line. Is there anything sexual being done? I don't know. Because um, most fin doms, the way they get treated, the way they treat people, as far as like how they're gonna be like degrading. Yeah, it it seems like um uh yell at us in the comments if we're wrong about this, but it seems like the um the sub in that situation is getting like sexually excited from it, but the um the top is not doing anything inherently sexual from from what it sounds like yes because i i don't have a lot of i don't not anymore anyway i used to have a lot of like mistress findom mm -hmm. friends and the only the only way they disrespect people is like literally through text like they'll make them crawl on all fours and deliver money right yeah and have access to their bank accounts and mm -hmm. then be put into like a minor amount of debt mm -hmm. because of it um, which, hey, that's your kink. Oh boy, I really hope you have deep pockets for that because some of them can get really vicious. Mm -hmm. Um, but in, in contrast, I think a lot of it has to do with like the sexual aspect of it because a lot of things can be classified as sexual when they're not. Mm -hmm. What what we do can be classified as sexual when we're not having sex. It's yeah. just it could be even it's, it can be a a really rough and dirty. I don't think I've slept with anybody that I've tied up. I've, uh since i started learning like traditional shibari i think the only time i've ever slept with somebody that i've tied is when i was actually in a committed relationship with the person right so a lot of the sexuality for me is non-existent mm -hmm. so but again like someone watching it can be like, right yeah that is the most hot thing in the world let's yeah, for for the for that audience uh you're effectively tying that person so they can like be inspired by it or like masturbate to it or pretty much like that. It, it, it becomes a masturbatory thing yeah at that point. which you know i'm honored I, <laughs> and I, i'm sure I, the model is too i'm 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 pretty positive that anybody that i've tied and has been turned into somebody's spank bank is is going to be asking you for ten dollars for that um <laughs> <laughs> but i think um i think a lot of that has to go with the fact that right now a lot of people are really pent up mm -hmm. and i get it i haven't really done anything kinky in a 
grueling amount of time. Mm. And it, it's showing its it's showing its wear and its tear on me. Yeah. But I've had people that I've like cleared to come over like they don't they're not exposed to anybody else that I've tied. I've done that like two or three times. I've done it I've done it about twice mm-hmm. um with uh with a partner of mine and vetted the entire thing like okay you've been in two week you've been in a two week quarantine mm-hmm. i've been in a two week quarantine cool we can meet we can do rope and all that fun shit and that was that was months ago mm-hmm. but again these are the things that we can take in our own private lives if you if you have if you really have that fucking itch to scratch right and I think it's going to get a little bit worse because, again, like we mentioned earlier in the episode, like there's still places here that are open. Yeah. Which is terrifying. <laughs> which mm-hmm. is, is fucking terrifying. And they stopped doing free testing in a lot of the places. So now you're going to get racked with a bill of upwards of $500. Yeah. Or which seems to. stupid. It is stupid, especially considering that there's not what I would call a pro gamer move. It is definitely, pardon me. Definitely not a pro gamer move. It's um, who? Little big ass. You you having fun over there? I'm having a lot of fun. So, I, it just it, it's getting it's getting weird, man. Mm. It's it's weird to see like the community implode in itself. As far as like, well, I want to do this in public. I want to go back to dungeons. You're you're getting a lot of the same like feedback for like you see. Well, I don't want to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. I want to go to the beach. Is it something um, that we should have expected? I guess is another thing I should ask. With uh, like the entire lifestyle is kind of aimed towards taking risks. So is this new risk taking behavior? Is this something that should surprise us? I know it's not something we want as like you know responsible people, but uh, should we be surprised? That is my question. Do you know like? In the beginning, I was. I, mm-hmm. I guess because I expected better from people, and that's my fault. Yeah. Um, expectations lead to disappointment, right. usually. And sitting here, like, after not being able to really work, um, focusing on a whole bunch of other shit, like, yeah, I'd, I'd love to go out. Mm-hmm. I'd love to travel again. And it's it's annoying yes but at the same time it's like mm-hmm. is the health of the people that i give a shit about more important than me getting my sh- getting my rocks off right and i think that level of selfishness should have been expected honestly mm-hmm. if i think another part of it is that you and i are both like i have a big introverted side and so do you so it's easy for us to maintain rationality during the um uh well it's longer than a quarantine now but <laughs> this well, yeah uh home exile um oh no we've been exiled to the far corners of our house so the the people that don't have the temperaments for that is this a uh, a foregone conclusion i think it's going to get a little bit worse mm-hmm. as far as like the the want and desire to do everything like you had uh, just just the other day and it's going to get a little bit newsy um, I think in Alabama, there was apparently a news article about people having coronavirus parties. Mm. There was no actual studies on that. There right. was none of this. There was none of that. It was it was basically just a, a, a attempt on to make it one person, one group's fault. Um, so, with that being said, you look at the way where other people are blaming each other for 
for this and for that and for that right. and for this. So we we might see a weird shift in like in blame. Like, okay, well, all of these people that didn't listen are now the problem. Right. And then it goes the whole like clicky nature that kink can be mm-hmm. as opposed to this supposed to be inclusive, homogenous group of individuals that are trying to get out mm-hmm. of social norms. Yeah, like how can we be homogenous in a time where we can't meet or shouldn't meet, I guess. We are highly in we are highly suggested to not be meeting individuals. Mm-hmm. But if you need to, go right ahead. Same thing with the whole mask. Mm-hmm. Don't you don't wear them. Well, now now it's mandated. Now you yeah. get a $250 fine if you don't have one. That's an interesting one. I'm into it. <laughs> I'm I'm ga- I'm game. Uh, I think actually back in my hometown, they're arresting people if you've tested positive and don't wear masks. They're arresting people. Yeah, uh, bioterrorism charge or what? Yep, yep. And, and that's a federal offense. Yeah. So fun fact: uh, wear shit, your mask. <laughs> wear, your, wear your mask, and shit's getting serious. Uh, I enjoy wearing my uh, my mask because I'm kind of ugly. <laughs> I like mine because it fits with the whole like I I have it's a leather mask. Yeah, it seems like something you would have owned before the thing anyway. It, it, it's one of those things where I yeah it, it could have been a performance piece. Mm. It could have been something I'd have for a medical fetish. It could be everything. And I already look like I walked off a road warrior already. So like I've been preparing for the apocalypse since I was like what fourteen. This is just a part of it. <laughs> it comes the territory. It, I think when I was like 16, I was really into, uh, there's a game called Stalker, Shadow of Chernobyl. Okay. Um, where you're in like the, the disaster area around Chernobyl and like mutant shit is happening and like, you know, there's a million stories like this, but I, I super bought into it as a kid and I had the zombie survival guide and I would like wear, um, I got this gas mask from like a military surplus store and I would wear it for like hours at a time to get used to it when the apocalypse happened, like. Which yeah. is like a skill set that I never, you know, I was like, all right, I was, I was a kid wanting a world that, even though it's fucked up, makes more sense than the one that I exist in, which was not necessarily true because I was a dumb child, but <laughs> I didn't expect any of those skills to come back and be useful here. Like, well, it's the same <laughs> thing with my medical fetish. Like I never, cause I have stupid amounts of disposable gloves. Mm-hmm. I have two boxes of surgical masks. Right. And I've had these for a minute mm-hmm. because every because I, I used to do a lot more medical play than I did I I do obviously now, mm-hmm. um, and it I just didn't think that I would like ever really have to go to this this extreme of like okay you need to wear a mask okay cool well, I was already gonna do it anyway because mm-hmm. this, is, this is just a smaller turn on honestly like. If wearing masks becomes normalized after um, after the Rona, after Aunt Rona leaves, um, I, I'm kind of into it. I'll probably wear masks everywhere. <laughs> I'm 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 still gonna do it afterwards. I, mm. I still I still want to have that. Uh, you stay the fuck away from me, right? Yeah, that that's gonna be really fun, and it's it's gonna get interesting. And I keep saying that, but. Interesting doesn't necessarily mean good. Yeah. It just, it's... I have a buddy that uses interesting when he means fucked. <laughs> That's about where I use it. Mm-hmm. All right. So, we're we're talking about public kink, right? Yeah, we're talking about public kink. So, I see two philosophies, right? Mm-hmm. One is that... Um, subcultures and subcultural space needs to be the thing that's emphasized. 
The other perspective I see is invasion of the mainstream and normalization of kink. I feel like these are the two philosophies you could lean towards when you're making your decisions on how things need to act in public. Uh, a lot of how we've been talking sounds like the first category of like, um, this is how the mainstream punishes these behaviors. We need to exist in subcultural space where we can do these things and we have more of a domain. But I can equally see people being like, all right, we need to, um, you know, as much of a long shot as this is, we need to revise assault laws to include consideration of uh, kink. Yeah, that that's been one of the that's been one of the things that should start. I, I wouldn't say it's going to get normalized immediately because right now no. we change is slow. Change one one change is slow. Two, if if I recall correctly. Um, you can still be, you can still have the cops calling you if you go to a therapist and mention anything about kink. Right. Yeah. If I, if I, anything that the psychiatrist de deems is harmful to your to your well being. Was a psychiatrist doing therapy? I don't know. <laughs> That's why I, a psychologist. There you go. There we go. Psychiatry is mental medicine. Uh, psychology is therapy. Okay. So. Your psychologist. Mm -hmm. um, there's a, I I know this one specifically because uh, I'm not going to give any names or anything, but there was an individual that ended up, uh, they had severe mental issues, mm -hmm. mentioned something about kink, and now they're, uh, what is the, what is Britney Spears? She's no longer considered, she's, she doesn't have adult rights, she has. Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but. She's effectively a child. She's again. effectively a child, and she's like forty. Mm -hmm. So that is a possibility. Mm -hmm. um, we do need to revise it, and we're and just now there's only so many psychologists. Ah, I said it right this time. Mm -hmm. That are actually geared towards treating polyamory, kinky people. Yeah, I think you have like maybe four or five that are kink adjacent to where they will not say yay or nay on the subject they, yeah. they understand that it's an outlet for some people and it's a positive outlet for most people mm -hmm. so i think some of yeah some of these laws are a bit archaic uh-huh um and but i don't think they should be they should be changed to where it allows people to go and do th things out in the public eye uh-huh um i know there has been i think Pride is a good example where, like, you can wander around and be in, like, decked-out fetish gear, and that's viewed as okay. Yeah, because pride, uh, pride is one of the things I was referring to earlier. Pride is a subcultural space. And, like, you see the backlash of, um, like, why are there straights at pride kind of thing, which is, first of all, not a thing I agree with. But um, it is a sentiment that I see expressed a lot of the time that's a... Um, kind of a marker of the subculture trying to push the mainstream out yeah. of the subcultural space i can i can see that that's that's a really it's a really interesting way of putting that one because mm -hmm. i don't want people to not enjoy their kink as far as like pop like if you if you have to have an exhibitionist yeah. style lifestyle try public performing because mm -hmm. i know in san francisco specifically they have rope events where you sit outside like uh, some street i think it's also during uh, some i think it's during pride as well mm -hmm. where there's like a bunch of shirbari artists and a bunch of bottoms 
and they're all either like semi-nude or wearing pasties or anything like that, mm-hmm. getting tied in mass in mm-hmm. public. So I mean, take up that mm-hmm. like that do art installations. Like, yeah. Like, granted, not everybody is into that kind of level. Yeah. Of thing. And now we're now we're hitting kind of a class thing. Like I don't have the money to live in San Francisco. I don't okay. have the kind of job to do that. Neither do I. Ugh. And I wouldn't want to because San Francisco. I like San Francisco. I'm just poor. <laughs> I uh, California and me just don't really get along. Mm. Well, that's not entirely true. I did get my tongue bifurcation in California, so mm-hmm. there's that. I will say that. Um, I don't know. This is this is one of those things where I, we we can leave it up to an individual aspect. I just the thing that it I do want to preface this with adhering to your local laws yeah don't get arrested just don't get arrested that's pretty much the rule is have fun don't get arrested i think there is a problem with um no problem isn't the right word um saying things need to be just taking on an individual basis i think is the right philosophy to act on but it leaves out um how people should maybe think about approaching that thing, right? Yeah, there, there's definitely... Because I could be like, how do I learn to drive? And I'm like, oh, everyone has their own driving style. Get in the Ferrari. Like <laughs> That doesn't necessarily work a lot of the time, yeah. which is obviously don't, like, don't yeet people into the other end of the fucking ocean mm-hmm. and expect them to swim back alive. How do how do you look up your laws? How do you know what works? Personally, um, whenever I've whenever I've taught or attempted to teach mm-hmm. um, edge play, I had to look up certain laws. Like mm-hmm. fun fact in in where we stay, scarification is technically illegal, right? Right, because it's classified as a medical um, medical practice. Mm-hmm. Same thing with bifurcating the tongue. You cannot do it in Texas; it's illegal. You have to go through a plastic surgeon to get it done. Mm-hmm. So instead of spending what you would normally spend on a, on that, which is six hundred dollars, you end up spending two grand. Mm. So some people go underground, and like I did, I left the state. Okay. And looking up all of these laws, you have to look up very specific words. Like, a, and a lot of it's going to get a little bit messy because a lot of it revolves around public indecency. Mm-hmm. Um, what can get you listed as a sex offender? Right. What is classified under the assault and battery charge? Right. Can you do specific sexual acts? Because there's some there's some sexual acts that you can do in public. Like I know when I know in Texas, you sodomy is still illegal, right? So no butt fucking. Yeah, but most people do it anyway, right? Just like people, you're not supposed to apparently own six dildos. Oh, oops. That that's a that's, <laughs> that's, that's like. Well, I guess you can't have six dongs. How can uh? How are we allowed to have sex shops? If uh, they're novelty shops, oh, they're novelty shops. Yeah, that if you actually look at every single sex shop, they're classified as novelty. They're shops. classified cool. as novelty, not actual sex toys. Mm. The same thing with how how we have head shops where uh, smoking paraphernalia is illegal. Mm. It's a it's water a water pipe. pipe. Yeah, it's a water pipe or a tobacco pipe. Mm. They're it's weird how certain how you have to skate around some of this shit. Mm-hmm. So looking up specific things that I enjoyed like. Fun fact, just because I can own an implement like, say, hypodermic needles for blood play, uh-huh. doesn't mean I can get a le- I can get charged with anything. As long as I'm not injecting anything into anybody, I'm not going to get charged with a felony. Right. And also, I run the gambit of like, okay, well, this is this is for an art this is for an art piece. There's always that that use 
of wording and vernacular if you right. could get into a so there's a, a language for protecting yourself exactly mm. uh, now if, how do you how do you learn that honestly that one that one because I, I couldn't tell you i learned it homogeneously i had i learned it by trial and error mm-hmm. honestly like i've i've come into close quarters with actually getting arrested for a scene right so that wasn't a fun time and mm-hmm. i think we'll tell that story in, a, in another episode right when we get to that but there there are certain things that you have to look at like obviously most most people will do rough body and impact mm-hmm. well what happens if one of your partners has it has to go into the hospital for a broken bone right so what do you do in that situation because now you're get you're treading into domestic abuse. Yeah. So what classifies domestic abuse? You look those things up because mm-hmm. obviously you're playing your partner or you're playing somebody else. Mm-hmm. So you have to look into these things where it's like, okay, let's see here. A quick Google search. Let's see. Domestic. If Do you my... think this is also kind of a double-edged sword? It can because it can scare you away. Mm-hmm. It well, could... it's also like... Um... Uh, do you think understanding this language could enable somebody to abuse someone else more easily? It, it, yes and no. Yes and no. But that that's one of the things that you have to understand is that you, in the beginning of uh, the beginning of the podcast, or it's we, more like the people who would already abuse people already know this stuff. Yeah, or they already do, because all it takes is a pretty face and pretty words and mm-hmm. you can get away with just about anything right right that's kind of the the whole the whole shtick and even in kink if you have a if you have a just a good enough level of skill set and just the right amount of vernacular you can it's, it's scary but you can get away with murder right not literally metaphorically but thankfully now there's a lot more of a resurgence of people like actually speaking out right against right. their abusers which is great i i want to do an episode on that at one point of uh justice in the kink community we can do that. I was actually going to discuss with you uh, toxic toxic traits and kink. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what seeps in from your toxic relationships into yeah. your kink? And I, all I think that's a different uh, a different thing from what I'm talking about. I'm it talking is. about like um, uh, if you know there's abuse going on, or like how to protect your community from people like this, and what circumstances you should and should not do that in. I think that can be used for the actually the the, the a part. No, that that can definitely be an entire episode. There's mm-hmm. uh, there's something I want to add to that, and that's like, well, who are who dictates what, and that goes into the yeah. whole council of elders thing. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for that episode. Yeah, that one's gonna be a doozy. I'm already angry. I've I've been angry, and it it made its rounds to a lot of like the old school like gay leather community people. Mm-hmm. And boy, they had a field day with that one. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about that one later. Do you think we could ever get any one of them? Yeah. I can actually talk to one of them and see about if they want to join. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll need to see if they want to stay either um, behind closed doors or like as in like they don't want their identity shown mm-hmm. or said or if they do. So, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll throw out my feelers on that one. Because uh, I know the we're gonna have a guest for the for the one uh, in a few days, uh-huh. and there is probably gonna be since we have more equipment now, we can definitely do that. But yeah, no, I think that's gonna kink life is just a a matter of acquiring equipment and then finding people to use it on. Did we start another episode? Yeah. Damn it. 
Well, yeah, all right. <laughs> but um, no, that's Justice and King would be a good episode. I, mm-hmm. I, I look forward to seeing exactly how that one goes and ebbs and flows. Mm-hmm. And with this one specifically, the looking up your local laws, like okay, because we're gonna use we're gonna use Japan for instance. Um, oh. ho ho. Um, a lot of the kink practices have to be kept indoors. Uh huh. And that's it. Um, you, some people can get away with the whole like public right. because they yeah, like Kanoko who does art exhibits and museums and shit. Well, not even just that. You can get away with it by as a costume because it's cosplay. Okay. Which is interesting because they're uh, if you who some some of the cosplay is a little bit risque. Mm-hmm. And occasionally you'll see like a random girl dressed up in a bunny costume that it has rope done on her. In reality, she's just gotten done with a with a partner at a rope, right, right. at a rope studio, which is interesting. Um, and it's easier to kind of kind of go through like stuff in the U.S. because the laws in the U.S. are so fucking specific. Yeah. Um, holy shit! Like, it's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Just like you can't have alcohol at a at specific dungeons, it has to be BYOB mm-hmm. because it uh, you can't you can't sell liquor in a place that has sex. It's either one or the other. How do strip clubs get away with it? Uh, strip clubs in specific counties are not allowed to. They have to wear pasties. Mm. Like they have to wear specific underwear for all of this. Okay. So it, it's it's really weird. Or they do that thing where like the strip club and the bar are technically two separate businesses. Essentially. Like with yeah. a door between them. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very fine line. Mm-hmm. Just like that G string. <laughs> but um no, this again, with with looking up these these laws, it's a very weird thing. Because I wanted, and that's that's half the reason for that. Because I wanted to, I wanted to specifically look at what the classification of public indecency was, mm-hmm. and it's performing any illicit sexual act. Mm-hmm. Well, someone pretend with a collar around their neck, right? Pretending to be a dog, right? When does it become illicit? Exactly. So Karen could obviously look at that and be like, "Well, you're being, you're being overtly sexual." Go to the gulag. Wait, we're not in Russia. Mm. Contact social media and get this person like banned by it. Right, right. Whatever Karens do these days, which is apparently a whole lot of stupid shit. So, I it, again, it's it's a matter of like, okay, there's actually BDSM glossaries. Mm-hmm. If you go on a FetLife and type in BDSM glossary in groups, it pulls up specific words and phrases that you can look at. And then you can type those words in to Google search or whatever, and sometimes they'll have laws. And I know there's also a group called BDSM and Law mm-hmm. on FetLife. Okay. So that will actually like show up like what is legal, what is not illegal, what is this, what is that. It's actually a really interesting read if you go through it. Okay. So that's one specific way you can look through things. And I want to. So more than um, more than the laws, because I think we've more than covered that. Yes. How do you find the people? How do you find other people that want to play publicly? Because I know a lot of people want to, but like that group solidarity is necessary for the scene. Just scenes to start. Yeah, uh, I don't know because a lot of the times public play to me, I go to a dungeon 
and mm-hmm. someone usually wants to ride the top merry-go-round. Uh-huh. Yeah. That that's as easiest as I can figure that one out. But if you're if you're again, if you're a bottom, you're gonna have an easier time than you will at the top. Top mm-hmm. you need to provide a certain level of skill sets. Right. To even be able to play comfortably in a scene like that. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're looking for somebody to just go out into like a mall and while well, you're gonna while well, they're gonna make them wear like the electric panties mm-hmm. and give them a little tickle while you're gonna go eat, mm-hmm. uh, that's more of a throw up a personal ad. Mm-hmm. Honestly, throw up a personal ad, see if someone bites. If not, well, keep trying. Even Reddit, even Reddit has BDSM personals. Uh huh. It's it's there. If you can't fi- if you can't find it, then I can't help you. I can't. How did you find this? <laughs> uh, how how did you find this? Uh, unless you want me to hold your hand, then we're gonna need to negotiate. Oh man, that's I'm, I'm not ready to get that kinky. That's uh, no, that's a level of degeneracy that even most people can't uh, mm. can't fathom. Uh, I think I. Th- Is there anything else you'd like to add to this topic? Because there's there's a lot of little nuances that we could have mm-hmm. gotten into. There's there's just so many things that regarding public kink and public play that a lot of it is maybe way too nuanced because location, location, location. Right. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. That's all I have to say on the subject. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to um, I want to hear what some of the people listening think about um, the the split between a subcultural philosophy and a mainstream philosophy as far as um how um how public kink should be treated yeah by all means drop us a comment follow us if you don't already and again i do thank you for the massive amount of views you guys have given us over like the course of three weeks Uh um it it's really been like heartwarming to see that shit because i we were just doing this for the hell of it. Mm-hmm. We just to talk and to shoot the shit because again, I think you, we're also providing a service. Like that's that's my major priority here. Excreting knowledge, yeah, I, I, whatever knowledge that's in it in my cranium. Um, again, we think so I, I want people to be safe and have fun and be able to build the social structure around them to have kink without without it being a curse for them. Because I know a lot of people that have had to deal with that until they found their communities. So that that's my priority as far as the project. That's a, that's a very, very good way of doing it. Mine, again, I got angry at the, what I was seeing and yeah. I wanted to make changes. And I this is the only way I know how mm. is talking about it. Because hopefully someone will pick this up and go, okay, well, this doesn't need to happen in my community. Mm. Let's make it better. Right. And hopefully, hopefully you guys take this into whatever community you come from whether it be in the States or abroad, uh, use this information and help one another learn, enjoy kink for what it is. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Pornhub at pornhub.com forward slash bound by the scene. YouTube, same thing, just type in bound by the scene. Mm-hmm. And until next time, Avida Zane, au revoir, Jeanne. Catch you later. Peace. <laughs>